Welcome to In the Mood For Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things romance books. My name is Bonnie from Bon Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok. And with me is Shawnee from Shawnee Reads and Mary from The Vibrarian. Um, today, our special guest is Moof from Moof Out The Way um, on Instagram and TikTok, right? Welcome. Yeah. Are you Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. So let's start off with what everyone's been in the mood for this week. I'll go first. I'm still on my fantasy YA audio kick. Um, I've been listening to the Hunger Games prequel, and then I just started reading the second book in the Underworld University series um, by Bex Dip. DeVoe or Devro? No, I can't remember. Either way, it's called The Devil I Know. And I think I talked about it in our first episode where it was the book where I went in completely blind and was like legitimately surprised by just the premise of the book. I thought it was a mafia romance and it turned out to be paranormal. <laughs> but it is partially mafia. So there's I still that. I don't understand how you did that. But um, I didn't read the blurb. I just heard uh, <laughs> Mafia Y Choose or something. And I was like, yeah, down. It was uh, Satoria recommended it. Like she read the arc and was like, I oh, love yeah. this. And I think I didn't even finish watching her video. I just went immediately <laughs> to download it. And then I got on a plane. And so I wasn't like, I didn't have access to anything except for my Kindle. And so I just read it and was like, what <laughs> is this? Anyway, I was very genuinely confused in the first two chapters i think i have now put back together all the pieces but that is super fun <laughs> it's a good one is it a standalone no so i'm reading book two uh and it just came out so it's like an ongoing incomplete series i don't know how many books it's God. going to be but there are a lot of characters so i kind of think that it's going to go on for a while but it's a romp. I'll say that. It, it's very fun. Is it like um, Harlequin <laughs> Crew? Like, is it about the same couples the whole time? Or is it different couples in every book? It's a Why Choose. So there's like eight people, I think. No. Okay. I think at the end eight of people? book one, by the end of book one, it was five. And then I think that at, there's going to be more people involved because it's like, it's 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 polyam, so it's like not like a straight up white shoes. Oh, I was gonna say that's gonna be a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. Again, I'm still struggling with their names because they all have like the the FMC has like her human name, but then they give everybody um everybody has like a underworld name. And I think because it's there's something there's some like lore about knowing demons names or something like that so there's like some aspect of that so you're not supposed to know uh their real names I think it gives you like a power over them I think now I'm just making shit up actually but that feels <laughs> that feels like <laughs> that feels like something that I know from like growing up in like a religious family that and then also like watching supernatural like it's like that kind of paranormal where there's like demons and stuff okay and yeah Sold. yeah oh okay no honestly bonnie i feel like you would really like this i also do vaguely remember being like okay here's a list of people i know who will hate this book and i'm not gonna recommend it to them like i know that meg <laughs> would hate it 
I feel like you would like it a lot though, Bonnie. <laughs> it's it's fun. Oh, and I did finish this this one, Growl, the first book. Uh, it's shifter romance, and it was literally. I was in the mood for that earlier this week because I was stressed about wedding stuff and I started reading Dating Dr. Dill and I like almost gave myself a panic attack reading about somebody (laughs) else having like romance and wedding stress. Like I was literally, my heart was pounding and it was just like family drama. I was like, I can't do this. So then I picked up this uh, shifter romance that Bonnie's reading too. And it was just the right amount of unhinged, like, insta-lust, faded mates that I was like, this is exactly what I need. No thoughts, just vibes. Yes, exactly. And if you've ever seen people talking about The Lawyer's Daffodil, or if you read that, um, it's like a insta-lust, totally unhinged novella. Uh, This is the same, like, basically the exact same premise, but because it's Shifter, it is like less unhinged it's also better written too so anyway that's me this week move uh, what are you in the mood for this week i'm in the mood to cry but, <laughs> <laughs> but i have not found a book to make me cry and i know bonnie just read a series but i need a book that's gonna make me cry but be low angst which is really hard to find <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because I realize angsty books it just cause me high blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so stressed the whole time. <laughs> yes. Wait, have you read Naomi's book? That's a lot of people cried at that one. And surprisingly, I didn't cry. I was kind of shocked. I, I didn't cry. I either. didn't either. <laughs> I saw well, so many people just sobbing. Yeah. Are you an easy crier? Like, how does it take a lot to make you cry? I would say I cry pretty easily. Like, I'm a really okay. emotional person. But it's, like, really random things that make me cry. Like, I was talking about how I read this book that was absolutely terrible. And it made me cry. It actually made me more upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'm trying to think of, like, why it even made me. Oh, it's because, like, if there's, like, a, like if a FMC is, like, really insecure and, like, kind of has that realization Sometimes that will make me cry because I'll be like, dang, I can relate. Or if they have like parental issues sometimes, or just like people who have like been taking advantage of them. And I feel like that happened in that book and that's why I got emotional, but I'm still upset because that book was garbage. (laughs) Oh my God. We won't won't ask for the name. Did you finish Revive Me? No, I have revived me on my TBR. It's been there forever. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, okay, but honestly, if you read, so it took me so long to finish part one because I knew that it was like a gonna tear my like entire heart out uh, at the end of part one, and that's exactly yeah. what happened. But I do I at the same time recommend it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm scared to read Revive Me because even though I'm typically a second chance romance lover, like I love second chance romance, I just feel like for it to be a trilogy that spans over like multiple years and they're not getting their happy ending to the last book, like (laughs) I just, I'm like the levels in which he would have to work for me to even think that they should be together. Like you can't cause her so much heartbreak. (laughs) So... Okay, I'm not going to give it away because I've only read the first part, so I don't really know what happens in the next two parts, honestly. But I will say that it is 
not exactly him. And it's kind of exactly some of the things that you were talking about. It's like, oh, okay. and that's what I really liked about it <laughs> for me too, was like, it's sort of the external, it's a contemporary, but there's like still some external forces at hand, mostly parental issues. <laughs> Her writing is long and it reads like fan fiction, but not in the way that people say like fan fiction is. Like when people say like, oh, what in the Wattpad? It's not like that at all. But there's just little things that she does, like has in her writing that I'm like, I can tell you started writing fan fiction because she used to write B2K fanfic, which is my favorite <laughs> piece of information. Wait, <laughs> what? Yes. I did it's, not know that. It's oh so funny. my God. First of all, I love B2K. I was like yes. a little fizz fan. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, I think that you should read, at least read part one uh, if you want to cry and, like, really feel your feels. And I listened to the audio, and the male narrator is really good. Okay. Like, probably the best, like, that I've ever... I'm, like, very weird and very particular about audiobook narrators, and he's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whereas, like, I was, I, I was crying this week because of, like a low stakes hockey romance and I like don't cry at books easily and oh. this was I was literally this is like unravel me by Becca Mack which is no the, no, so, no sorry play with play with me and consider me which are the first two in the series are like so chaotic and un like unserious like especially consider me which is the first one play with me is like friends to lovers and it's so smutty and delightful uh, it does not need to be as long as it is, but none of these books need to be as long as they are. <laughs> but Unravel Me, I was like, because the whole setup is that both of the uh, main characters are have like a foster care adoption background. And there's so much of unpacking of that. And I was just like, this is so sad. But it's but it's also like a an unserious hockey romance at the same time. But then... Um, and this is this is like a minor spoiler, but there is pet death in the plot. Like a dog dies. It's not oh, one of the main characters' dogs. And I was just like, this was not in the trigger warning. So I was like sobbing my eyes out. I was just like, this is not okay. Um, but yeah, I was crying at a hockey romance this week. Whereas like I, I read Was I Ever Free? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling anything. And, and there's like a lot of like unpacking of personal trauma in that. And I was just like, yeah okay but then like a very minor side character's dog dies and i'm like <laughs> help so you know we we all have our own triggers i mean i, I also cried at emily henry's book lovers so you know there's a reason for, for why i'm in therapy it's fine <laughs> i did too honestly book lovers <sighs> hit home I'm scared to read book lovers. Actually, I haven't read any Emily Henry books, but book lovers specifically, I was going to read, but then there was a lot of younger sister slander. And as a Are you sister, <laughs> oh. I was like, mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, body. Shawnee. Yeah, we are both older sisters, so. And I feel like I am like sensitive to that. I'm like, mm, this isn't for me. I yeah, like, I was like, uh uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I gave it to my younger sister to read. And then she was like, because I was moving from Brooklyn to New Jersey. And she lived a couple blocks away from me in Brooklyn. And it was the first time we'd ever lived in like the same area. And then COVID hit. And so after I read Book Lovers, I was like, 
you know, we're really close. And I gave it to her and she read it and she was like, why would you give me this? Is this because <laughs> you're moving away just like she was? And I was like, oh my God, the parallels were too much. <laughs> that's so funny (laughs) but it's really good i haven't read happy place yet but i love the rest of our books someone spoiled happy place to me and i would be so mad if i read it really yeah but i think it's like if you're an emily henry girl you will love it yeah divisive though yeah Yeah, even amongst like emily henry fans like it's like been very like people are like if you get it you get it and then the other girls are like we got it we just don't like it those are my favorite favorite being like no 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 i didn't misunderstand i just hated it yeah you're like i do i'm following everything that's going on but i'm just not into it i ended up on emily henry book talk the other day very briefly because i saw this video where what what's the new book that is coming out that it was like they they accidentally published the book. It was a cover, co- cover reveal. reveal or or name re- name reveal or something. Yeah, Bonnie would know. Like, it was the cover reveal, but they like published it twelve hours too early or something, so they took it down. And this one girl like snapped a screenshot, and then she was like dissecting the cover, and I was like, <laughs> "It's a cartoon cover." But she had like 50,000 likes on this video and like so many comments. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Is this a thing? Do people. Okay, that's so weird because I was on Bookstagram last night and I was just on the explore page. Oh, it's gone now. And I. I was going through and I was like, wait, did someone like make a fake cover for her? New- oh, I saw that today. I saw the, co- and I, I just thought it was, there was a cover reveal. That's what I thought. <laughs> but then I went to her page and there was no cover. And I was like, would someone else really reveal it before Emily did? And so I thought but it was no, fake. I think fake. that the publisher accidentally, <laughs> accidentally posted it on their social media for like five minutes. And so this girl got it down. It's like purple. The yes. characters are like sitting at like a bar or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like comparing it to another thing. But I was like, it was giving like people dissecting the Barbie trailer. They were like trying to figure oh, out yeah. the plot and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's a cartoon cover of an emily henry book like i don't know why it's so was so bizarre to me to see somebody like really intellectually dissecting this you know what i think it is i feel like there are so many emily henry fans that are also taylor swift fans and because if you're a taylor swift Swift fans literally like everything that she does is a clue to whatever her next release is or something (laughs) so they have to do like some kind of like deep dissection yeah, but with the difference that Taylor Swift is known for doing those like really cryptic <laughs> Easter eggs, whereas Emily Henry is not. So it's like you're, you know, how we were like talking about like doing too much. That is doing too much. Like last week, yeah, we were talking about how like you did like a response video that took like two minutes, and people were in your comments telling you that people dissecting the Emily Henry cover is people doing too much. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm not alone in thinking that that's exactly what it is. I was like, am I missing a whole, like, part of it? But I do, like, people intellectualizing girl dinner. Yeah. Like, writing think pieces about why it's, like, eating disorders. I'm like, y'all are, that's doing too much. That is doing way too much. Like, this has gone too far. Like, we're just it's lazy. Just, I don't feel like cooking for myself. And it's just me, and I'm yeah. putting calories in my body. That's all that should matter. 
sure. I, it's like we still get to have girl dinner you know, most nights of the week. Yep. I'm jealous. Yep. Night shift. Um, I literally have wife. night shifters. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> night shift widows. Bonnie, what are you in the mood for? Uh, well, so <laughs> I I read like the angsiest series ever. And I I've read books one and two, and I'm gonna hold off on reading book three because I feel okay with where book two ended, even though it's like a massive cliffhanger. But the angst was simply too much for me. Like my chest was like aching by the time I was done. I was like, I'm I cannot keep reading this. Entangled. Yeah. So I've been reading Entangled. It's called a Twisted Tale series by R. Phillips, and it. Like, the first book is definitely one of my favorite books of the year. Um, I'm so happy that I read it. And the series is really good. And I'm really interested in where it's going. But yeah, it's, it's like, over three books. I was like, damn. And they're all, like, 300, 400 pages. So I needed something really light. And someone I'm friends with on Bookstagram sent me their copy, their arc of um, Wildfire by Hannah Grace. I'm so jealous. So I'm reading it because I need to send it back to her. Um, but it's like the perfect kind of light. Palette cleanser. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot like icebreaker so far in terms of like the balance between like some serious topics and like the character development is definitely like deeper, um, but also fun and like light. So, and they're at summer camp. So I feel like this is like the perfect time to be reading it. Yeah. Why is it coming out in October? It should have come out in like July. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, so I'm picking that up because my heart needs a break. <laughs> Bonnie DM'd me and she was like, I am so upset. I understand now why you always want everything to be a wide shoes. I can't handle love triangles anymore. <laughs> I was like, why can't she just have both of them? (laughs) What are we doing? And I just finished, or I got caught up with, I didn't realize that it was coming out weekly. I thought that they just dropped the whole second season, but I just watched seasons one and then what's out of season two of The Summer I Turned Pretty, which I never read those books because I think they came out like right when I was like a little bit too old for them. Like I didn't read like any of Jenny Han's books because I think they came out when I was like, late high school and mm-hmm. but I loved to all the boys I loved uh I loved yeah. that movie and so I was like oh I keep seeing this on TikTok I'll go watch the show and it's the same thing I'm like she could just be with both brothers like what is the problem <laughs> like they're totally a found family like let's come on <laughs> this is just- oh yeah I was I was getting really frustrated because then it's like it drags on you know and they're like and who's she gonna pick and I was like I actually know who she's going to pick because I know what's going to make the most sense for the story. And it's a Helen of Troy retelling, which I've never read before, which like very tragic tragedy surrounding. And I was like, I don't really know where this is going, but I like, that's a a heck of a swerve for a Helen of Troy (laughs) retelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm, I'm going to stick to some lighter stuff now. Um, maybe dark romance still, but maybe not as angsty too. Like I could, I don't know. I read well, dark. Did you read Wicked Beauty? Romance. Wicked Beauty oh. by Katie Roberts. Yeah, it's Helen of yes. Troy, but she gets with both of them. So, yes, like, and so like- I was like, "This is great." I mean, <laughs> that's not what happened in this story, but so light and fluffy. <laughs> I was like, oh, "God." So 
light and fluffy. This week, I am in the mood for, I'm like kind of all over the place, but you know what I was thinking? I always, I've always considered myself like a, like, I'm definitely like a dark romance girly. I like angsty stuff, but I think I'm like, I just have to like really accept and put it out to the world in this public forum that I think I'm a small town girly first. Yeah. I yeah. Like, that, that feels right. Yeah. I'm like really picky with dark romance. Cause like, I feel like a lot of dark romance is really repetitive and poorly done. And it's like, it's like when you've read one mafia book, you've re you've re literally read them all. You're like, okay, it's page 218. Like she's going to get kidnapped. So sometimes Maybe I just get like frustrated. Trip. <laughs> yeah. Um but it I'm like I just don't I'm just like not really vibing with that right now. So I've been, I have been reading a lot of small town and I and again like I understand that they're also repetitive, but I've I've found some like newer like I was I've read Laura Pavlov for the first time and I was like really vibing with her stuff. Elsie Silver will always be my like number one. She's my girl. But I do like I do like a small town, especially when there's like kooky side characters or like town hijinks, which is so w which is so fucking like Hallmark and just like not my brand. But <laughs> I just love it. Like Bonnie, you you read um, Queen's Cove by Stephanie I, Archer. Yeah, it's exactly what I thought of. I was like the the dildo or whatever that she orders. The, <laughs> That lost hitchhiker or the lost it's so funny it's there's so funny there's so many good antics in those there's a bear that steals a dildo from <laughs> the, the trash <laughs> it's it's it, it cannot be explained it cannot be explained it's so funny Steph it's everyone honestly honestly like stephanie archer is very underrated i think for i think her hockey thing was getting a lot of press but like queen's cove is really good um but yeah i think i i've just been like like summertime, maybe in the winter, I'll just like get back into more dark romance stuff. But summertime, I'm reading. I'm reading small towns. Mm -hmm. That's 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 what I'm in the mood for, I guess. I think I cowboys it. have like taken over my like feed. I keep seeing everyone talk about cowboys everywhere. I know I'm into it. I've read quite a few, and now I'm like, am I gonna come out of this now? <laughs> on the way out or what i felt that way about hockey too though and now everyone's writing hockey and i'm like okay i guess we'll keep reading it i think I, yeah. i'm like a little i think that's one of the ones that's like still a little bit too close to home i like live in like an ag <laughs> i like went to ag school and like live in the middle of like ag and like i grew up like in ag town and stuff i can see it and i totally understand why people like it but it is just like a little bit rough because I'm like, I know for a fact that the majority of these people are a little too comfortable with a hard R. That's just like not okay. Well, so this is the way I, I got over by it because I, I could not read hockey yeah. romance for the longest time. And then like growing up in a hockey obsessed country and my sister dated many a hockey player. So it's like, I and I like, I've just, I grew up around hockey, hockey players. And then it's like, you start reading a hockey romance. You're like, this is not it. Like, absolutely not. But then if you switch your mindset and you go, this is high fantasy. <laughs> and, and then you read it. You're like, this is not real. None of this is real. It's just a fantasy book. Um, then, then you're going to have a great time. That's how I got over it. But 
But generally, like, that's how I feel about sports or romance. It's all high fantasy. I agree with that. No, and I vibe with that. And I also very much vibe with it because I do have some good friends who are, like, very, very cool, wealthy farmers. And, like, they're very legit people, like, super down to earth, like, salt of the earth, good people. And they have really nice houses and drive shitty, like, trucks that, like, have been pulling tractors for you know, since 1987, like, kind of thing. Like, that's, like, when you know you've got, like, a good, Mm -hmm. a good cowboy. (laughs) I'm into that. (laughs) The real deal. Yeah. So what is our topic this week? Bad books. We're talking bad books that we love. That that we love. love. Yeah, bad books that we love. Which is, like, so many books that I read. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I actually love this topic because I've been going back through Goodreads and I'm, like, I rated that book five stars. Like, what is wrong with me? Did I black out? And I've actually, like, decided that I really do need to wait a few days before I rate a book because I'm, like, in this, like, you know, I don't have the post-nut clarity yet. I was going to (laughs) say. I'm just, like, riding this high after the book, and then I come down from it, and I'm like, what the fuck? That book wasn't that good. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, but... You know what I've started doing? I'm like, everything where I'm not immediately like, yeah, I loved it. It's so good. I just go, it's three stars. I don't care. It's three stars. (laughs) Savage. I love it. But no, but it's like, I give... give, So I I personally track on like a out of 10 stars scale, like in my own files, because it's like, to me, it's like, there's such a difference between three and a half and four stars to me yeah um and it's just like that or that or the chasm between three and four stars is big for me but i'm now just i'm like if i if i finish a book and i'm like i had a good time it's three stars like it needs to really like hit for four stars and five stars is like life-changing like (laughs) almost I like the 10 star 10 stars feels like it's like fahrenheit versus five stars is like celsius like it's just like a lot <laughs> yeah more. I like there's a lot more nuance in the um in the ratings yeah. for a 10, 10 stars scale I'm sorry as I a care. as 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 a European I cannot I cannot oh, agree with that you understand <laughs> what I mean like, though right someone... you get what I'm saying no yeah. no no I I do get I do get it but like <laughs> I'm sorry freezing is 32 like what the fuck because <laughs> when I see like three stars I'm like Mm, I'm less likely to want to read it, but like that's exactly how it should be. But like, but some people say three stars is like they had a good time and they actually like would recommend it. And I'm like, I can't relate to that. But if you told me that you gave a book a seven out of ten, I would probably read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, this is this is kind of they should change their rating system in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: the Goodreads is never going to get better. It's wow. never going to change. It's just always going to be like that clunky, complicated mess that it is. So um, they should use the, um, okay, this is probably like the most niche reference like of all time, but there was uh, the movie reviews in the San Francisco Chronicle uh, with like this little guy and it's like a little cartoon guy. And it was like sitting in a mo- in a theater like chair and the different versions of it were like, he was like out of his seat, like clapping, like fully, like jumping in the air, clapping. And then there was like clapping, sitting up, and then like sitting up, and then sleeping, and then just gone. 
And that I feel like is like, so like not even in the, th- like he left the theater and then he fell asleep this is... or he was like, I'm into it. Or he was like, yeah, that was really good. Standing ovation. And then like a full blown, like I'm like jumping in the air cheering. So yeah, I think there was like, Oh my God, I'm clapping. sitting. Yeah. I'll find it. I this is how I'm... you guys the, the visuals, but I feel like that's. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll put it, we'll put it on Instagram if we find it. Um, <laughs> I yeah yeah going forward I'm gonna be like it's a it's a sit down rating for me yeah. <laughs> and just see if people can, I'm, I'm no one's gonna seated. get it and just be like I'm seated yeah I'm, I'm seated I'm sad I'm paying attention yeah. <laughs> is that how you felt about Hitched uh no Hitched was a Hitched was a um I I, I was asleep <laughs> what <laughs> okay so I let me let me let me put it this way. So the whole premise of Hitched is that this woman is, it's Hitched by Lauren Beale. It's very dark and it's fucking chaotic. Move is agreeing enthusiastically. <laughs> um, so this woman is like driving somewhere and she picks up a hitchhiker who is yeah. an escaped convict. And it's like the first 20%. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm vibing this, and it gets real filthy real fast. And then I was like, "What the fuck was the rest of the the book?" Like, I, I just, no, I'm like low, I've like low key like wiped it out of my mind because I remember reading it being like, people are actually like recommending this. Like, I would, I would recommend it to be like, you gotta read it to believe it. I read it like a few days ago, and I feel like it's already like kind of wiped from my mind a little. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that is essentially the premise. It was very, first of all, it was very, like, spice-heavy. Like, I honestly yeah. felt like it was too much to my, I was, I was skimming the scenes. Because I was like, let's calm down. Damn. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, and, and it, like, it turns into, like, a, like, a kidnapping kind of a situation. Where it's, like, because he's on the run they have to go hide and then she like becomes his captive it's like fully not believable (laughs) yeah it's very like this isn't real life but i did eat it up and it made me re like i was like oh my gosh i haven't read a dark romance in a while i felt like and i haven't read a dark romance so like i really was like this is like this is the kind of dark room i like i just love like out-of-pocket dark romances that don't mm-hmm. even make like any kind of sense <laughs> yeah. have you read anything by Chantal tessier oh my god oh. she she's <laughs> another one where it was like smuts too much like it was too much <laughs> i was like oh, wow they're just the whole time the whole time that's what that's going on i've I was only like, read the ritual though and when i read it i loved it i was like <laughs> yeah, this was great like i i absolutely loved it even though it was so long it didn't have to be so long too, it like, had so much going long. on I was isn't like, it like it's like 580 pages yeah, like it's really for long. what i don't i don't know i heard that it's like <laughs> there's a, a lot of the critiques i've heard have been like literally like why are you having sex in this moment and i'm like it's giving riverdale (laughs) 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 which to be fair it's just teenagers like they're gonna you know or it's like a horror movie like it's like you're just like that's the hormones we gotta i so i dnf'd the ritual i think like i want to say like 30 percent in 
You didn't miss anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, no, that is, that, that is what I figured. I picked it up because so many people that I know on BookTok and Bookstagram, like, really love it. Like, and people who, where I have, like, really similar tastes and I really respect their opinions usually. And I'm like, I'm sorry, like, what the hell were you on when you read this? Because this is insufferable. Like, how is this, like, a top tier book boyfriend or whatever? The reason that, like, really tipped me over the edge was the fact that, like, they don't like each other at all at least like in in the time that i like read they don't like each other at all she's scared of him he hates her they're fucking constantly and it's like yep. really like heavy dark degradation but then his in his pov his internal monologue has so many exclamation points <laughs> <laughs> it's so it was so annoying it's like it's like a person just going like ah, 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 in their like internal dialogue the entire time and i was like this is supposed to be like a dark mysterious man and you sound like a goddamn sorority girl i cannot and i was like you're not where i thought that sentence was going <laughs> but so valid you're right and i kept remembering when i was reading it being like I feel like when I Im try to imagine a man saying something with an exclamation point, yes. it felt like really badly in my mind. So I kept being like, ugh. <laughs> like, no, it's like, I'm like You're so, so dramatic for what? So like, I, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And like, I know people really love her books because they are like totally out of pocket, but I was like straight up, like the way the internal monologue was happening. I was like, I, I can't do this. I, 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 I don't, I was I don't like, know. It was definitely a one and done with me with her. Cause like she's released yeah. more books in that like world. Yeah. I just look at how many pages it is. I'm like, I'm not reading that. I, got I did try to read her novella and that shit was so out of pocket from like the beginning. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> is that part of that world? It is. It was like sabotage. And the thing oh. is, I was like, I mean, the first scene just like kind of opens up with him. So it's like stepsister, stepbrother, and they hate each other. First scene starts off with like him sharing her with like all his friends. And this is like, they're not, they're not anything at this point. And then she sets his car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not reading this. But I did skim to the end because he was so mean to her that I was just trying to see like, how are we gonna get to a point of love? Yeah, and it didn't seem like they got there. Like he, it was just kind of like those moments of like, I know I have to spend the rest of my life making up for you. Like, what? You're like, this is not the grovel. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, I think at one point she almost dies because of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. okay, well, you definitely shouldn't read the rest of the books then, because yeah, I tried to read the second book, The Sinner, and it was even more chaotic than the first book, and it made absolutely no sense. Like, the plot was all... Which, first of all, like, like we were saying, if you're in the mood for that kind of book, she's the perfect author for it. But I think I was just like, I could do the ritual, this was great, I had a really fun time, but I don't know if I needed to do this again. <laughs> That's how I feel about... um. What's her name? Mila Mila Kane? Mila Crawford? Mila Crawford. Mila Crawford. Yeah. yeah. Those books are absolutely insane. Like I didn't what's the what was the why I choose? Was it like the hunt or something? Room twenty two was yeah, like the because the it, it was a novella. So the 
Room 22, the characters from Room 22 are in the hunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. I only yeah. read Room 22. Room 22 was like, I was like, this is the exact length of this insanity that I will read. Um, I think but- I had to DM you, Shawnee, about snowballing. Because I was like, yep. wait, what? And you were like, yeah, it's this. And I was like, oh, we really do get into some topics that you'd never talk to other people about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I also, I, I remember reading, I re- remember reading the trigger warnings list for Room yeah. 22, and there was one thing that I couldn't, I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was Red Wings, and I was like, this is new. Oh, Bonnie's face is so great right now. Oh my God. I, like, replied so fast. We're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Which like, is oh, when yeah, we got he goes down on her. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, move, move just got it. Yep. Wait, put that in the I'm dying inside. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I finished Room 22 because um, I feel like I was not in the mood for it. No, you absolutely have to be in the mood for that shit. Like. So in the first episode, Mary was talking about the Hunted series by Ivy Smoke, which I've never seen anyone talk about on like book talk or anything. Uh, and I first read that book before I was even on Book Talk. I think I read it in like 2019 or something. And then I reread it when I started getting back into Book Talk. And that's one of my favorite, absolutely terrible so series. Bad. Like that book series is so, first of all, it's definitely like a money grab because it's the same couple for, she has four books and then she does like a spinoff series, but it's not a spinoff series because it's the same couple. And but she just like entered a new, like she just gave it a new title. She did three more books of it. And now she's following oh in the like footsteps of the author of Fifty Shades, where she's writing the books now from the man's perspective, because the first books were all single POV of just the girl. Yeah. And now she's like writing the man's perspective of the same book. I'm like, your fans must be so diehard because I cannot. <laughs> I, mean, I tried to read the like male perspective one. I was like, actually, this is insufferable. <laughs> I but it's I like couldn't. a student. Yeah, it's like a student professor. I really just like it because of the angst. And, but it's like low stakes angst because it's like, oh, you lied about this. You lied about that. <laughs> and then they just no, keep getting No, and it's back. like the dumbest stuff. It's like, oh, you lied about uh, being divorced. And it's like... <laughs> Because they were married, but they were getting divorced. They weren't, like, still together. And I'm like, do you guys not understand how divorce works? Like, and I feel like that's, like, a, that is, like, a trope in, like, TV shows and, like, rom-coms and stuff. They're like, oh, my God, you were married the whole time? Like, you're still married? Like, I thought you said that you were separate, like, broken up or that you were divorced. And it's like, no, I'm getting a divorce. Like, it takes time. Like, you don't just get divorced. And, like, you live in Florida, I think you can get divorced in, like, 15 days. But in California, you have to be legally separated for a, it's a year, year before you can get divorced. So it's like, yeah, like, oh you're going to date during that time. You weren't lying. And they're like, just leave without even, like, having the conversation. I'm like, oh, my God. This is, like, me me with a Bonnie, you've read The True Love Experiment by Christina Lauren, right? Yeah. I don't think Marry or Move will read it. I don't think it's, like, up your alley. So and Mm-mm. But so for anyone... Who who's listening and doesn't want spoilers for it? I swear to God, I f- I was listening to the audiobook and I flung my headphones across my deck because the breakup in that book happens oh. at like eighty. 
85% and they break up because he cheated in a previous relationship like 15 years ago and she's like I can't do this I can't do this and I was was like are you fucking serious I was like I, I was like I put so much time literally like nine hours into listening to this book and I was like this is what you're giving me no oh my no. god oh Christina my god. Lauren always fucks me over I always think I always think that I'm gonna get wild seasons or the beautiful series and it's she they will never top it they will never top those unfortunately no, they're very different um and they're such good writers so I love reading their books but I have none of the, I really liked the newer ones that have come out. I thought Soulmate Equation and True Love Experiment were good. I liked the characters, but I wasn't like raving about them or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying, um, I've been trying to think of a book series or books that I feel this way about though, that are like terrible. But well, fucking so mine is like, I, I refer to it as my favorite series, but I mean, it's my favorite series in the way that like, the Fast and Furious movies are my favorite movie series. Like, it's not really, but it's also, like, the first thing I think of when someone's like, what's your favorite book? I'm like, obviously, a Harlequin Crew. Like, they're so <laughs> sad, but they're so good. Like, yes, there's no reason for me to feel it's, so strongly about them as I do. And I it's feel like, like fa- it's like fast food. Like, yeah. And it's, it's like, there's so much like going on and there's a lot of angst and, but they're also like really funny and it has like everything that I love in it just done in like just a very out of pocket way. And I, obviously the Twisted Sisters have something because like their other series, like Zodiac Academy is so popular and I'm like, it's the same Thing. like it all of the things that people don't like about zodiac academy is like also all the like it's for the same reasons they have all that same stuff in their other series too like i i haven't read zodiac academy but i read ruthless boys of the zodiac which is the same world and harlequin crew and kings of quarantine are brutal boys of ever like prep is like the series name of kings of quarantine but everybody just calls it kings of quarantine that's like the same world as harlequin crew and apparently more recently i've heard people mention this aspect of zodiac academy that the main that the two fmcs are like from the like the real world do you is that a thing so there i've read three of the zodiac academy okay. books at the start of last year and i almost like lost my mind um yeah <laughs> because people kept idea. being like it'll get it'll get it'll get it'll get better it'll get better and i was like how many how many books can i wait for it to get better um and i made it to three so basically like they are um they're like orphans in from like the human world or whatever right okay and, yeah but they don't they don't know but they're actually like princesses but they don't know it and then they get like shipped to zodiac academy like harry potter kind of yeah like no they're they're like um, alternate universes like or not all parallel universes they're parallel yeah yeah Yeah. i like that the thing is it's like such the magic system is really cool in zodiac Mm -hmm. academy and all of the like um different 
shifters or whatever i don't i don't know what they're remember what they're actually called but like all the things that people will shift to or like whatever the classes that, that people are orders yes whatever they are like that's all really cool the world is so fun but then it's like you get a 500 page book with 450 pages of hijinks and then 50 pages of plot in the end of the book and you're just like why did i read all this for yeah. um so That's I just can't. their style. Yeah. 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 So um, the Ruthless Boys is the same universe. And so it's Solaria. And so they have like all the same magic systems and stuff. But the plot is like laid out right away. And uh, there are a lot of hijinks. But I just, I love their characters. And they do a really good job at like making their characters like well defined. I feel like that's a big problem with like multi POV like why choose books is when the especially the MMCs are like the same character and you're like I don't even know whose point of view I'm in right now because all these characters are the same standard breakdown of a why choose where there's sort of like the himbo golden retriever the like alpha broody alpha hole like they still even manage to like do that differently even between their different books and you're like yeah like you can kind of see the parallels but also they're still different and I feel like that to me I'm just like I just love those characters so much it's as cheesy (laughs) as it is as like absolutely unnecessary as a lot of it is there's still yeah like, it a makes them on. stand out you know yeah. like I feel like those characters in especially in because I've only read Harlequin crew mm-hmm. they're so distinct that they're like real people in my mind yeah like and I'm Dude. like oh I they, I know how they would react in certain situations or how, what they would find funny I'm like I literally so like dissociated while driving the other day randomly thinking about the characters from Harlequin crew and like got to target and just had to sit there and like collect myself because I was like just in like basically like this is how they would react to this situation and I'm like what even why like I was like thinking about a real life thing and then like oh Chase probably feels like this I'm like why why did I feel that like why did my brain go there they are real people I was I was thinking about this where it's like my and I feel like this is now the third episode in a row where I'm mentioning the Gemma Weir Mountain Man series like I will defend that stupid ass series till the day i die Johnny, it's I so tell you something what? because she has a spinoff that she's writing i yeah i heard i heard that the spinoff and was that's really the bad, bad book that's the yeah. absolutely terrible book that i read that made me cry really <laughs> no way <laughs> oh my god I'm so excited to be in this world again like let me just read this and it was like literally another instance of copy and paste from the mountain like from the rest of the series but it was like all the worst parts and like she didn't want to fully commit it was so bad but I'm gonna read the next book in the series because it follows like I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the couple is gonna be the two side characters which were the only redeeming parts of the first book Okay. But yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> oh, so the whole premise of the Mo- Montana Mountain Man series, it's like it's like there's like seven brothers who live who are all like lumberjacks basically, and they are all in their like late thirties, early forties, 
and they're just like we're gonna be bachelors forever and then their parents fell in love uh in a way that was like it was like a faded mates like flip of a switch and they've all they're now they're all like in each of the books it's always like that's never gonna happen to me it's never gonna happen to me and then it's like <laughs> oh no it happens to me and it's always like this like wispy 20 year old who like blows into town and it's like the they're immediately like oh let's go for a drink i'm gonna breed you now like it's no, so it's so <laughs> it's so out of pocket but it's like but the commitment, the commitment is there. And I think that's what, like, for me works, where it's like, you're not being wishy-washy about it. You're you're straight up, like, this is unhinged, like, real-life faded mates, like, almost like a shifter romance. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, this is what we're doing. And they're all the same. They're all the fucking same. <laughs> and I don't care. They're so delightful. They're so like, good. Like... They're just so enjoyable. Like, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I DNF to the first book. Well, okay, actually, <laughs> I when I read the series, I read the fourth book first. Okay. I read the second I one back, and read the other one. And I will say the first one. First of all, the first one when I was reading it, I got so annoyed because I think I counted. And she used first of all one thing she'll do is she'll use that pet name that she gives in every single sentence of dialogue he said baby i think baby girl ended up showing up in that kindle's highlights over 200 times <laughs> why are we doing That's this why oh my god this? and the other thing about the series that's also so bizarre to me is that she sets the series in montana montana usa and she's a british yeah. author who i was like okay I was like, maybe she lives in America. She does not. <laughs> no, she, she 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 lives in like she lives in like Devon, which is like tea and crumpets. Yeah, I was like, like why are you saying this? It's so funny. Because you ever so been funny. to Montana? I don't know. Honestly, I don't think so. <laughs> Watched Yellowstone, and she was like, I got it. I don't need anything else. I'll take it from here. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I feel like I feel like when it comes to these like small town romances and um or like you know, country or cowboy or whatever, it's so much of it is set in Montana. Like Devney everything Devney Perry does is in Montana. Um and she doesn't even live there anymore, I don't think. I think she's in like Washington State, but it, she might be from Montana. But I'm like Guys, there are other states. Like, let's give Wyoming some love, please. Yeah, well, yeah that's where Yellowstone is. It's yeah, in Montana, <laughs> it's in Wyoming. Which both of those states have like twelve people in them. I know. live there, and you're one of the twelve people. But let's be honest, there's about twelve. They're people all who live in each of those states. They, look, they're all in the Burnett family compound. Oh, but yeah. yeah. All, all the all the brothers live in the same house, and then they just add like wings when they like bring a woman home. It's so it's great, so ridiculous. Bonnie, do you have any bad books that you will defend? Yes, I feel like I've talked about this one actually quite a few times. But the Wolf Hotel series by K. A. Tucker. <gasps> yes, <laughs> Bonnie, I started that series because of you. What really? But I only read the first book. <laughs> 
Wait, is it bad? I heard. I've only ever heard people say they like it. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, you would like it. It's just bad. <laughs> so it it's what it's, it's first not. of all the, the the first strike against it. It's that it's four books about the same couple. Oh, I thought it was a yeah. she, okay. No, it's the Go same on. couple, and she runs out of ideas at about like a book and a half. And 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 then it just gets like super weird, and then there's like weird like oh all of a sudden we're gonna have a threesome and with yeah. these like the, oh. honestly honestly I the, that was the story actually <laughs> <laughs> I was like hey, can she just stay with these two guys and keep this situation going because I'm really feeling this now yeah okay so have you but wait Bonnie have you read the um is it it's like a prequel novella which about Ronan. No, because I want Ronan's story after the Wolf Hotel. I was like so annoyed yes. that it was a precursor to those books. I was but like, it's I still don't what he was doing before. I want to know what happened to him after. I want him to find love. Yeah. So Ronan, Ronan is like a side. So this is set in like a remote hotel in Alaska, and this woman gets a job there and then has an affair, um, falls in love with the owner of the hotel, um, and. They, there's like a threesome situation or she like almost kind of has an affair with like one of the facilities guys at yeah. the hotel but then Kei Taka wrote a prequel novella about like how this how Ronan the facilities guy ends up at the hotel like how he gets his job and it's like we didn't want to know that we wanted to know what happens to him because he's like by far the most interesting character in the yeah. entire series I'm I I'm like praying. I think we need to do like a campaign on TikTok and be like, <laughs> "Ka Tucker, we are begging you to write this story." Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't go. I, I I wouldn't go that far. I'm not begging. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I just maybe I'll, start, maybe I'll start the second book then. I think I started okay. it, but I don't know. That man is really insufferable. Uh, and he doesn't like get better. So I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not trying. Oh, to oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no but like okay so basically like shawnee said it takes place in alaska at a hotel she goes to work there but the worst part is that she's one of those like like characters in a book that's like from the midwest super naive she's like basically yeah. wearing a purity ring and is like i'm a good christian girl and then she gets up there and he's like oh, i'm gonna fuck your brains out and she's like <laughs> oh my god and you're like oh my god. <laughs> so fucking stupid like and like she's obviously never done anything before and of course he's like the kinkiest man that's ever lived and you're like this could this be more cliche like and then she's suddenly having threesomes and you're like yeah what like which i multiple. guess multiple like, yeah, different image. people there are multiple oh my god public okay sex. so i'm like <laughs> do you guys want to know how like broken my brain is from reading books exactly like you're saying like oh this is like so cliche i my best friend sent me a TikTok and I'm watching it and I'm like waiting for it to turn into like an HEA. This girl's like goes and does like, um, like woofing. It's like where you like travel around in Europe and like work at like farms and stuff. But she ends up at this like winery castle. So I'm watching and she's like, get to this place and it's like this gorgeous like castle and there's nobody else there, but there's like supposed to be a group there. And so then the owner like shows me around and we drink wine together. And then I'm just like, and then he leaves and I'm just like in the castle, like by myself. And I'm like, not sure if I'm supposed to be like working or doing anything, supposed to be working on like a farm. 
at like a vineyard and there are people there working in a vineyard and like living together and stuff it's like a hostile kind of situation but for some reason the guy that runs the place like had her come to his house which is like a castle instead of going to where she's supposed to work probably because he wanted to like murder her or something but in my i'm watching this video waiting for the, her to be like and now we're in love <laughs> <laughs> always looking for that happy oh, ever after oh shit this it's is like i escaped near death like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no she definitely escaped like a hella good premise <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I will say about the Wolf Hotel series is that the smut is really good. She wrote this mafia series that's very similar to the, like, Wolf Hotel. And it's four books. And it's the same couple spread out over all four books. Exactly what you were saying before. Like, she gets kidnapped and he has to go (laughs) find her. And they Uh. hate each other. Yeah, it's so dumb. But also, I binged the entire thing. (laughs) Wait, what's that one? She's a good writer, you know? Let's look it up. That seems like more up my alley. Sweet Mercy? Empire Nightclub? Empire Nightclub series. Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's just not like... like... I feel like I've read the first book, but I could be making that up. Yeah, no. The Wolf Hotel series is bonkers. I mean, she's a good writer, so it's just like, I'm... If I'm gonna pick up a series like that to binge and it's by someone that I like know is awesome it's good (laughs) that's exactly how I feel about Megan Quinn (laughs) I don't I don't care what she puts out I will fucking pick it up like and she puts out a book a month and they're never that 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 different and they're like just fine it's the three stars but i'm like i'm i gotta read it release week i'm just doing i literally finished a megan quinn book today and i was just like cool i i I already don't remember anything about it um but i'm like i'm still like yep i'm gonna have a great time and i'm gonna feel absolutely nothing immediately after yeah Um, that's kind of how i feel about dark olympus now after the second book they're just like fine like yeah i'm like I, i'm really worried for wicked beauty totally mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. i like the overarching yeah. plot so i'm definitely gonna keep reading it like i find like the lore of olympus to be like interesting enough but also i'm like yeah this i'm not like swept away which sucks because neon god swept me the fuck away i was just like this is amazing mm-hmm. and then electric idol was like also like in a different way but totally like yeah i mean we'll see i cruel i'm waiting my copy of cruel cruel seduction should be coming in tomorrow so but i'm is it five it's five five. there's gonna be ten oh my god yeah i didn't like neon gods but i loved electric idol and then i I loved electric idol i feel like electric idol was fine at first and then i found myself like, I was like, oh, I really like this. I read it in, like, a day and a half. And I was just like, this is good. I understand why people like it. And then, like, three days later, I was, like, still thinking about it. And I was like, oh, I really liked that book. And then Electric Idol, I was, like, <laughs> actively, like, this is so good while I was reading it. And then Wicked Beauty, I was just like, yeah. this is just aggressively fine. I, I'm just realizing I haven't read book four. And I have, I definitely have it. So maybe I should pick that up this month. It's okay. I listened to the yeah. audiobook. 
And the male narrator does that thing where when he does the FMC's dialogue from his his POV, he, like, makes her voice sound like this, like a cartoon (laughs) girl. And I hate that, especially in the spicy (laughs) scenes. I'm like... I can't listen to spicy books on audio. Yeah. It's very I guess already I'm an embarrassment listening to narrators. Yeah. <laughs> it's already hard enough to do that, which is why I've been mostly listening to YA fantasy on audio. But I'm so, the sweet spot. I'm so desensitized that I will literally listen to Alexa read like a filthy smutty <laughs> book to me. I don't care. I just don't care. I'm just consuming content, you guys. <laughs> I feel like Alexa reading yeah. it is better than a guy doing like acting. Cartoon, a, a man doing cartoon girl voice. Girl moans. Because you know how like, the male POV spice scenes are like some like hit like really hard. Like you're like, this is amazing. But then it'll be like her like moaning or whatever. So on audio, it takes the thing that's like, cool where it's like him perceiving her during a spicy scene which is normally really cool and then it just like adds this layer of like he's like making fun of her but not it's like i i don't i don't it's not done in a malicious (laughs) way but it just like comes across like so absurd and i'm like why are you making her sound like that is that like what girls sound like to you like i don't understand it's like the adults in peanuts like that kind of like how i'm like what the hell is going on very cringe Moof, did you have any other books that you, like, will defend, even though they're terrible? <laughs> I know you made a whole video about this. That's why I'm like, I, I gotta know. I love this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I read a lot of books, and I'm like, was this the best written? No. Okay, actually, my favorite series in the whole world is the Lion and Mouse series by Kenya Wright, which I've made, like, so many videos oh, on. Yeah. And, like... Is it the best written? No. <laughs> I reread that series once a year. And like when I first reread it, I realized that the events that happen in the first book take place over 48 hours. So these people fall in love over 48 hours. And also they almost die. And <laughs> like a lot happens. It's oh a really short. That's a weekend. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> it's like very it's very chaotic it's very action heavy it's also really long but i always tell people like you don't have to commit to all like seven books of this couple on shenanigans just read the first you can read the first two books and treat it like a duet but i mean also like it 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 becomes so out there like lions ending up in the streets of paris rocket launchers being launched like it's Like it's insane. Okay, that's some Fast and Furious shit. Yeah, (laughs) it's insane, but I love it, and I'll I I will never stop recommending and like dying on the hill of it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) I I I have to know how I I have to know how all that comes together. Yeah, forty eight hours. Oh, I just got like, the I, lions I, and the rocket launcher happened after, but the forty-eight hours they did like there was a murder, and then there was another murder, and then there was an attempt of murder on the two of them, and like a fake death, 
And yeah, all of that happens in 48 hours. <laughs> and they like fall in love, kind of. Oh, they my trauma God. bond. No, literally. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It's, but it's really interesting. <laughs> But, I feel like but, you guys are convincing me to read these books now. Like now, I'm like maybe I should dive into the Mountain Man series just to see if I like it more. You should. You should. You really should. You really should. I'm a um, <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Move. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank um, you for having me. <laughs> uh, where can we find you online? You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Move Out the Way. <laughs> Move underscore out the way. <laughs> awesome. Love it. And Shawnee, where can we find you? I'm at Shawnee Reads, both on Instagram and TikTok. Mary? I'm at The Vibrarian <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok. All right. And uh, you can find me at Bond Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok. And if you have any episode suggestions guest suggestions you can follow us on instagram at in the mood for underscore pod or you can email us at in the mood for at gmail.com awesome yeah all right bye guys good night ladies